Hello and welcome back to the A3 Footy Podcast. My name is Alex Catalano and today we've got the AFLW Draft Recap for you. We tried to get it up and running last night. Unfortunately, we had some horrible technical issues, which as we've just discovered, Zoom has now told us that we are allowed to live stream to Facebook, uh, but we weren't allowed to last night apparently, so that's that. But <laughs> Alex Miller, we will still do the best we can to deliver all the draft uh, recap and news from last night. Yes, definitely can. I think Stooge is the uh, understatement of the year. Uh, we've been we've been stuffed up by technologies, but we've been lucky lucky enough to get um, a go on the show. So we're excited today for what's to come. Alex Doherty, it was a very very big uh, draft last night. We were watching it live, and it was a uh, it was a great experience. To watch yeah. it live, as always. Absolutely. I, w- I wish we, I wish we were able to to um, record the reactions live because there were some some pretty good ones, as 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 well. But uh, as, as you know, we 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 do like getting stitched up by technology. It's it, it it's uh, been thereabouts since since we started. But I oh, look very happy to talk about the the draft uh, today, boys. It's um it was it was a good night last mm-hmm. night. There were a total of uh, sixty one uh, draft picks, three pass, so fifty eight new players taken. Uh, last night in the draft and we're going to run through uh, from top to bottom from first to last uh, every draft pick and we'll start with the first round Doc run us through mm. from picks one through to 16. No not a problem Kat so from pick so pick one Richmond selected Ellie McKenzie which is probably no big shock uh, she was the the consensus number one draft pick Pick two, the dogs selected uh, Jess Fitzgerald, midfielder out of Northern Knights, which is which was a bit of a shock. Um, uh, there was there was people linking Alyssa Bannon and Tiana Smith at pick two, but Fitzgerald, uh, good mates with Gabby Newton at the night, so they'll go they'll go hand in hand. Pick three, West Coast select Isabella Lewis, very tough on ball. Uh, number four, Adelaide select Tia Charlton, who's probably the best South Australian prospect available. Uh, number five, Melbourne select Alyssa Bannon from the Knights as well. A, a good key forward prospect who will uh, be very, very good with uh, Eden Zanker in, in the years to come. Pick six and Kilda select Tiana Smith. Absolutely a dynamic midfielder from the Dandenong Stingrays. Uh, pick seven, Gold Coast select uh, Anise Bradfield. Uh, a player that I actually have no, actually had no idea uh, about in the, lead up to the, in the lead up to the draft. So that one took me by surprise. This one took this one uh, literally surprised nobody. Pick eight, Brisbane selected uh, Zimmerly Farquharson, who is already becoming an A three instant instant favourite with her with her unique name. That's an amazing <laughs> name. I love that. It's going to be great for the commentators. Can't wait for you to hear that one. <laughs> it's going to be great for us to um, to say it in the years to come. Let me yes. tell you. Uh, pick nine, GWS selected Tani Evans, who will be uh, a very handy midfielder for them. Uh, pick ten, Geelong selected uh, local Geelong Falcons, Darcy Maloney. Which is which we all which we're all a big fan of here. Uh, pick eleven, the doggy selected uh, Sarah Hartwig, a, a, an elite intercept defender from the Sandy Dragons. Uh, pick twelve, Carlton selected Mimi Hill, uh, who led uh, Oakley Chargers the last two years. Very tough on baller. Yes. Uh, pick thirteen, North Melbourne. North Melbourne selected Isabella Eddy, uh, uh, outside runner from Sandy Dragons. Uh, pick 14, Fremantle select Sarah Verrier, uh, another another strong midfielder from WA. Uh, pick 15, Melbourne selected Elizabeth McNamara, who's a, a very who's a, who's a gut a gut running midfielder, very very good with her disposal as well. 
And uh, the last pick, the doggy select, Isabel Pritchard, a tall defender who has, who has the capacity to play in the middle. Boys, what do you think? There were a few surprises in the first round. Uh, as we were reacting to it live, we did have a few, yeah, a few players who probably went in a few different positions. We weren't expecting the dogs, for one, to take Jess Fitzgerald mm-hmm. at pick two. Uh, it was definitely a surprise. I know Doc in his uh, phantom drafts had a few different players going in different positions. Alyssa Bannon, for one, you, I know you had going a bit higher than uh, Melbourne's pick. You had her going to the dogs. Uh, yeah. And a few others a few others that slipped out of this first round as well. Olivia Barber and Laura Gardner, two players who are, we will get to, got taken in the second round, didn't get taken in the first here. Um, but I think the big winners out of this first round were the dogs. Doc, uh, you'd have to be happy. Those three first-round picks, and I think you use them all quite wisely. Mm. Well, g- given the talent that's um, that's on offer here, uh, there's a lot, lot of lot of talented players, as you said. You know, we, we get to the second round, a couple of good sliders in there as well. But I think it pretty much fills up what we what we needed really. I mean, uh, the mail was Bannon was going to go pick two, which kind of which did sort of bewilder me a little bit because. Mm. Key forwards is not is something that we kind of don't really need at the moment because Bonnie Toogood and, and Nell Morris Dalton and also the addition of Katie Lynch where she plays will be interesting. Mm. But I um, think um, yeah, it's a it's a great call, Doc. You filled what you needed, so that's I think it's the biggest thing for the. I also thought um, Tony Evans and Darcy Maloney nine and ten. I think are big steals for mine, boys. You talked about Evans last night, Cat. Just mm. looks like a really good inside out player who's got some height and some. Very, very sharp skills. And as you mentioned, Doc, just sent in the recap, you know, Maloney's from that Geelong um, culture and identity, so she'll slide right into that team very well. But it's a very, very strong um, first round, boys, for lots of clubs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just with the, the Dogs' last two picks, I think both Sarah Hartwick and Pritchard have played in the middle in the under-18s, both this year and last. We, we only, I think we only had about two two to three weeks of the under 18s here before, before COVID hit. So what probably wasn't a lot of exposure, but what they showed is that they can play in the middle and mm. especially um, well, both Hartwick and Pritchard, they're, they're both 170 plus players. And, and, and I, I, I do remember saying in the, um, the trade, the trade episode that when, when, we, when it comes to the draft, we'll probably look at getting a tall midfielder because there really isn't many that we have. And, mm. you know, Gab, Gabby Newton, the only one who's probably over 170 centimetres. And I like I like Varia as well at 14 for Freo, just quietly. I think she's going to be a very, very handy player. Yeah, she, I think she'll be, a very, she'll be a very fine player, Sarah Varia. Very, a very interesting player too. I'm just, tr- I'm just trying to bring up the... Um, what I wrote, what I wrote about her in the notes here, um, yeah, averaged eleven disposals and five tackles in the uh, in the championships last year, and play, played um, played more across half back for for Peel in the premiership this year yeah. in the in the Waffle Women. So that's a, that's a very good pickup for them. Like Fremantle have done really well for themselves to to be quite honest with you, boys. Their first two picks, they, they're going to be really good players. Mm. Um, so and and really, Frio don't really need a lot of players. They're they're no. they're, they're ripe and ready for for the premiership. The last one that I was pretty happy with, boys, uh, was for the Saints. Tiana Smith. Uh, they mm. identified identified a need to sort of have a bit more of an outside uh, runner in that midfield group, and it looks like she'll be uh, one of those for sure. 
So very, very good I, pick. I've got to say, Cat. I've got to say, Cat. Just Tiana Smith is just such a, an amazing player outside, like in the stoppages. Her ability to just burst out. Her first five steps is just is probably what set, will what will separate her from the rest of the pack. I think they're going to be a very, very scary team, uh, <laughs> pace-wise. Yes. Sexiest than Kilda. Tiana Smith, George Patricios, Rosie, and Rosie Dillon, and and you've got to be up against that midfield. And and you've got the likes of Nick Zenos and um, Liv Vesley in there as well. That's 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 going to be a damn good midfield. It's very promising. We'll move on to the second round now. A uh, few less picks in the first round. But the first pick was by Melbourne. Pick 17, they took Maggie Karras. Pick 18, West Coast took Sinead Davison. Uh, pick 19, we have our first father-daughter of this draft with Collingwood picking up Tani Brown, daughter of Gavin Brown, who obviously has uh, her two brothers playing for Collingwood already. Mm. So three kids in the pies now, which is fantastic to see. Uh, Geelong had pick 20 and 21, taking Laura Gardner and Olivia Barber with both those picks. North Melbourne at pick 22 took Alice O'Loughlin. Gold Coast pick 23 took Sarah Perkins, of course, cult classic. Oh, we love Sarah. Uh, and she's she's been a cult figure pretty much since she entered the AFLW. So it's great to see her get another chance uh, up on the Gold Coast. Pick 24, St Kilda have taken another father-daughter, of uh, none other than Doc's, one of Doc's favourite men, Berkey. Nathan <laughs> Burke's daughter, Alice Burke, has made her way to the Saints to play in the number three there, just like her old man, which is fantastic to see. Uh, pick 25 and 26, Collingwood took Amelia Villado and Joanna Lynn. Pick 27, Geelong taken Steph Williams. Pick 28, Carlton have taken Daisy Walker. Pick 29, the Giants have picked up Emily Pease. And pick 30, Frio picked up Michaela Morrison. Now, boys, the big thing that really stands out to me here are these two Geelong back-to-back picks. Mm-hmm. We were going on about it yep. last night when it happened, but Laura Gardner at pick 20 and Liv Barber at pick 21, both players who probably would have gone in the first round and slid down to those Geelong picks. And I don't know how it happens. They do it in the men's, they do it in the women's, but they just managed to find these picks that everyone else just seems to overlook and uh, they just snap them up. Does Stephen yeah. does Stephen Wells have any spawn that that are that are working at the Cats as well, or because he's, pro- he's probably using one of his many brain cells to just get tamper into the trade technology and draft technology, and he's still <laughs> controlling it. But it's pretty. Um, we were sitting there, like you said, Cat, during that first round. And we're going, well, who's going to take these two, uh, Barbara and Gander, respectively? Or maybe they'll go here at thirteen to North or twelve to Kaltman. It's kept falling, and then. You know, Geelong say 20 and 21. Doc will take both these two stars. And I think, you know, Gardner's obviously the headline. But Barber, to fall to 21 is a massive pickup for Geelong. I think she'll fit right in. Oh, absolutely. And you look at, you look at what Geelong... You look at Geelong the last couple of seasons now, and the one thing that they've seriously lacked is, is scoring power. So having a key forward... You know, we, we know Phoebe McWilliams is, is, a, is a bloody good player, but she's not mm. getting any younger. So having somebody who can take a good contested grab like Olivia Barber for the future, I think that's going to bode well for them. And Laura Garner at 20 is really, really strange, boys, because she had such a good you know, two games for the Falcons this year, averaged, averaged over 34 touches and 11 mm. tackles a game, yeah. which, which are monster numbers, although, albeit it's only just two games, I would have loved to have seen what she could have done with about nine or 10 games. But... Mm. 
I, th- I still think what she showed is that she can, that she's an absolute workhorse and she can, and she's good in, and she's good in the contest. I want to get your thoughts boys on um, Melbourne taking Maggie Karras at 17, because I think Maggie Karras was, there weren't many ruck options this year, but mm. for, but for mine, Maggie Karras was probably the best, the best ruck to come out of the draft this year. I think it's a good pick at um, <clears throat> 17. I reckon it's, it's good for Melbourne. Um, especially in, I don't know, I don't know what you guys think, but I think it's a pretty good selection. It's always tough um, with your, you know, it's their second pick because they had one at fifteen. But it's always tough to take a ruck early. Same for mm. both the men and women's competitions alike because they always take a bit of extra time to develop and whatnot. But I think, like you said, Doc Harris is easily easily the number one ruck option in this draft, and her upside I think is really really large and i think you know no one had done well there yeah they definitely they just needed to fill the void i think and it, as far as as far as talent goes to fill that void you couldn't yeah. you couldn't uh do much better um with maggie so i think she'll be a good addition i also like pick um 27 and 28 here boys steph williams is obviously the big one we're watching her highlights uh cat while we're watching the draft and mm. i tell you what she's got She's got great size in terms of she knows how to win that contested footing and burst out of that pack. And yeah, was she was she the uh, was she the player I was going on about how she's got a bit of size on her, but she can move like yes. moves like like mm. silk, just yeah. just flows um, through the ground. Reminds me of a of a Dane Swan in terms of that contested that contested type and knows how to just knows where the footy is and that mm. drop of the ball and get get out of the packs. And I really like um, Daisy Walker, the Carlton cat, obviously brother of. Oh, sister, sorry, of Will Walker. Yes, um, yes. Which is pretty cool, your mate. So, <laughs> I really, I think Carlton have done well there at 28. So I've got plenty of love for the Walker family, skills. so I'm sure Daisy will be right right up there with Will. Uh, there we go. Just, just before we go to the next round, boys, Sarah Perkins, I think, is a really good one at 23. Yeah. Obviously, feel, fills a need at the key forward slot for the Gold Coast. And she she showed in her games at Melbourne this year that I think that she still has a future at the... At, at the top level. And I think also Amelia Villado is a good one because I, I've watched a couple of her, um, her highlights packages of uh, an undersized ruck option, but she, mm. but she, but she gives an effort 110%. You, you know what you're going to get from her. And I think at her size, you can probably tool her to be another key, a key position player for mine. So I, I really like that pickup. You think forward doc? Um, I'm just trying to think at the moment. It may, possibly, I think there's. I'd say yeah. On I, I, first I, glance. Yeah, from first glance, I think the the big issue Collingwood need at the moment is a genuine tall forward. I mean, Chloe Malloy's good as a lead up full forward, but she's not a she's not a crash the pack kind of player. She's a she's more of your skill and on the lead forward. Mm. Well, she's at the Suns, so that will be an issue for Collingwood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so oh, sorry, I was talking. <laughs> Sorry, I was talking about Vlado. Uh, oh, well, there you go. He's, he's changed mid mid uh, so, uh, Yeah, Sarah Perkins will play uh, full forward. No, As I said last night, Perko's paddock. Get them all out. Leave her in there one on one. Yeah, t- t- tell uh, tell Kalinda to, to ship off up to up to the wing. <laughs> put her up. Yeah, put her up on off half forward and Very let Perko mark all when they come into her. The third round, uh, we've got a few picks for Collingwood. Uh, here, pick 31, they took Abby Maloney. 32, West Coast took Julie Ann Norrish. But then the Pies passed on that pick 33. So they took everyone that they needed to. 
after that 31, apparently. Um, pick 34. Just sorry, Kat. I think that they, they're going to eye off somebody from South Australia. They were saying yeah. that last. They were saying yeah. that last night, and and Coach Steve Simons does have a lot of connections in South Australia. So, don't be surprised if he if he goes if he picks up somebody from the Sandful. Pick thirty four, St Kilda picked up Renee Salitas. Pick thirty five, Melbourne picked up Megan Fitzsimmons. Pick thirty six, Carlton picked up Winnie Lang. Pick thirty seven and thirty eight both belong to the Lions, who picked up Indy Tahu and Ruby Svark. Pick 39, Geelong, Carly Ramos. Pick 40, St Kilda, Jackie Vogt. Pick 41, Melbourne picked up Mieta Kendall. Pick 42, the Giants picked up Libby Graham. And pick 43, the Tigers picked up Tessie Lavi, who is a former basketballer, uh, I believe, who's represented Australia at under-18s level. Yeah, right. Um, I think... Um, I, think Miller, I don't think Alex Miller's happy about that pick. I don't mind it. I don't know. Oh. I, don't know. I don't, know what's, don't know what's to come from it. I like Libby Graham here, boys, at um, 42. Big fan of her. I think she's... I think she can be a good halfback operator for the Giants. Um, she comes from a bit of a soccer background, I believe. I've, at least I've got it here in my notes. My notes may be made up. But, um, yeah, I think um, she's got something. And um, also, I like Brisbane's two picks here at 37 and 38. These two two are really, really good gets, I reckon. Yeah. Ruby Savark is an uh, Essendon VFLW player who I am absolutely in love with. Uh, I love the way she plays. Great. Is, is, is there an Essendon VFLW player that you're not in love with, Kat? Uh, no. I love the whole <laughs> side. But she's a great pickup. Her sister, Cassie, has already been playing at the Lions for a few years now. Um, and she'll make a great addition to the midfield group. Mm. Loves the tackle. Goes in hard. Uh, just absolutely love her. And pick 36, boys. Winnie Lang for Carlton. Mm. Uh, there was a lovely video on the <laughs> Carlton socials of the coach, Daniel Harford, giving her a ring. And it goes through the voicemail. Uh, and so he very nearly gives her a spray, but he just tells her she's joking. He's joking, and uh, but says he shouldn't already be screening calls from the coach. Just uh, chasing around. You're getting delisted. I, I love, <laughs> I love, I love Daniel Harford. He's just such a, he's just such a character. He's um, what, what, not, not, on, not only such a character, but he's actually such a smart football person as well. Mm. He, he knows mm. how the game works, so it, it's good to have that kind of. He's a bit like Berkey for mine as well. Like he's, he's got, a, he's got a bit of um, got a bit of personality about him, but he's got a very smart brain. I think. Um, I think, um, unless, unless you're at selection. <laughs> <laughs> West Coast here at 32 with uh, Julianne Knight is a really good one, boys. I, I talked about it last night. It, she, she was first in the um, vertical leap combine this year, and she actually tied the record, I think, which was, I think I've got it written down here, uh, 61 centimetres. So she equaled mm. the record that was previously set. So no doubt she's an absolute athlete, I think, and a great asset for West Coast, which, as we talked about, obviously, Last year wasn't ideal for them, so I think that's a really good get at 32 as well. is is good for the Eagles. She she, she was massive. She was massive for um, East Fremantle, I think it was. I think she was playing at this year in in the finals campaign this year. Mm. I think she she played a, she played a really good final. I think it was yeah. against uh, the Sw- uh, Swan Districts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, that that's what I that's what I've got in my notes here, but I might be wrong. <laughs> I really I really like her, and she's a Western Australian, so it'll be interesting to see. Um, how she how she blends in at West Coast, but good gets her. Jackie Vogt as well. Um, another Saints VFLW uh, player who's been there for a few years. So good to yeah. see her make her way. They, they've had quite a few of their VFLW list, uh, the Saints, last year and now uh, her as well. So I think it's good that they're good keeping that group together. Very good uh, to it's see worked that. out well for them. 
also, also Salidas, I, I like at 34. I, I, I kind of expected her to go a little bit higher, probably towards the um, early second round. So mm. the, 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 Saints have, the Saints have made this habit of, of picking up some, some of these quality, talented players uh, with the later picks. They, they picked up Nick Zenos at a, at a, at a bargain at a bargain basement uh, pick last year and, mm. and, and also Rosie Dillon. So it'll be interesting to see what, what, how Salidas goes. She's very, very capable player. Very, very good with her disposal. Doesn't get a lot of it, but um, she, she's one of those players that makes her disposals count every time. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because I had her actually going, Doc, like you said, in the second round to 24 to the Saints, but obviously they took uh, Alice Bird, which is a good get. So but they end up getting them both. So there'll be places punched down there at St. Kilda. They've done very, very well here. Miller, you want to take us through round four and round yes. five? Uh, I am already going to apologise in advance for any butcher names. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, there's, there's a few good ones here. Okay, so North and we pick 44, take Georgia Hammond, uh, who's a good get there. Adelaide, they take Rochelle Martin, who uh, won the BNF, didn't she, Doc, down at the um, Sanford? Yeah, yeah joint, joint winner with Anne Hatchard. Very great news. Um, Freeman with 46, take, is it Tiana Haynes? Uh, I, think, um, I think it's I think it's Tia Haynes or Tia Haynes. Haynes. T- 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 which one? <laughs> we'll go. We'll go Tia. We'll go Tia. Okay, Tia Haynes. Uh, <laughs> Apo- that's a good Apo- guess. Like. Apologies if we get it wrong. <laughs> yes, no, I've already apologised in advance for being a boffin. Uh, Forty-seven. One that Cat's a very big fan of is Ashley Woodland. I'm I'm a big fan too, Ashley Woodland. We're all a big fan then because the three of us are very keen about that. Forty-eight. <laughs> uh, the D's take Isabella Simmons, which will be an interesting get. I like that. For uh, North Melbourne at 49, it's a good get. One of my favourites, which I'll get to a bit more later on, Madison Levi, the Suns, pick 50, which is a steal and a half, and 51 for the Saints, they pass. Boys, I, uh, I'll start with you. Uh, we'll start with you, Kat. The two Adelaide picks at 45 and 47 are just great gets in uh, Martin and Woodland, aren't they? Absolutely. Sandful superstars, the both of them. Uh, Woodland playing for the Roosters. I believe, uh, and one there, BNF as well. So a couple of award winners uh, in this little brigade. It's always an interesting position for the Crows because no one else is in the South Australian draft uh, zone. So they kind of have access to really whoever they want to pick up. So I think these are two really, really good picks for them. I think they've identified some strong talent um, Mm. and they'll add really well to... I think their midfield group, Woodland as well, one was a lead, the leading goal kicker in the Sandful um, yeah. W. So she'll be a great addition to that forward line. And we, as we saw last year, already has some firepower uh, in there. So I think um, they'll have a dangerous I, forward line, I, the Crows. So, sorry, sorry, Miller, just before you go, oh, I, yeah, just, sorry. I, I just want to say, uh, Ashley Woodland's already played AFLW football. She, she's yes, been, that's right. She played for the D's. Yeah, she played for the D's. I think it was last year, I think it was. Mm-hmm. So. Last year, yep. Yeah, so um, and yeah, got somehow got delisted. I, I don't understand why because I think the games that she, the games that she played last year, I think she showed more than enough, more than enough to um, warrant a spot in this list this year. So, well, it's definitely definitely um, an indication on her ability that she only spent one year out and has come right back in for the Crows, proving herself bigger and better than ever. Yeah, very. Um, very- it's actually it's a good, it's a good point you make there about the crows being sort of the only kids on the block in terms of draft selections. So they'd be happy with you know third fourth round selections being able to get these players and mm-hmm. there's some very good gets there. I like um, Brooke Brown as the North Melbourne at 49. That's a good one for me. But obviously the I don't know much. Go, Doc, I, sorry. I, I just want to ask you about Brooke Brown because I I actually don't know a lot about her. 
I have where uh, I've lost my notes, but I know that <laughs> what I what I've read is that I think she she will get some games next year, maybe one or two, hopefully more than that. But I really like her versatility. I think that she link to add to that north along along with um, Georgia Hammond, who I think both will get some opportunities hopefully next year at some stage, despite how stacked um, North Melbourne team I, is. I'll yeah. tell you what, Georgia Hammond's a, a pretty decent pickup there at 44. And, and I think, you know, you know it's probably a good, a good pickup when uh, Mel Hickey starts breaking breaking into tears on... on Jeez, on that, was, yeah. that was a, a massive moment in that broadcast. Their Darabin Falcons uh, teammates... Um, and I think she's a long-time friend of Mel's, so it was great to see. Great, you love the. It's it's always you stay for the personal stories, I think, and especially yeah. in the AFLW, it's very very tight knit, uh, especially with the players that have played with each other since you know mm. since they've been able to play. So fantastic to see. Showing the footy is just more than a game. It's just important to both the yeah, exactly. men and women in the competition. It's fantastic to see, and also. You know, pick 50 here, Madison Levi, boys. I can't speak highly enough of this young lady. <laughs> she was first um, in the 20-metre sprint. Um, she set a new record with 2.99 seconds uh, for a 20-metre sprint. You'd and be worried if you were that. playing on her. She's, <laughs> she, she's an athletic beast, Madison <laughs> and Levi. And she lost the vertical. Dust. And you think that's... The other thing about her, you talked about her athleticism, Doc. Oh, running vertical, she was set a new record with 75 centimetres off the left foot, just quietly, um, which is amazing. <laughs> so, But the sense to pick her up at 50, uh, she'll walk straight into this team, and I think she'll have a massive impact on the type of unit that the Suns are going to look like. Very, very good very good call. I, I, can see, I can see her being a mainstay in this team in the years to come. Not, I think she's st- still pretty raw in terms of like, actual skill with the footy, but I think... Once she gets once she gets those a couple of years into her belt in, in terms of kicking the footy around, you know, all year long, I think she's going to be a very very good player. You want to run us through Question. round five, Miller? Yes, only yeah, four I picks. Do, uh, I can do round five. Yes, uh, I'm going to butcher this one already. Uh, Two hundred fifty-two to Luca. Is it Lahoski? Lasoski. Hey. Lasoski. Hey, watch. All right, that's not really good enough. Um, <laughs> 50, 53, the Eagles here took um, Gilmore, Andrea Gilmore, which is a nice pick. I love that one. Um, 54 here, uh, Janet Bird or Braid? Baird. Sure that's pre- Baird, there you go. Baird. It, rhy- it, rhymes um, with, it rhymes with Rory Laird. <laughs> Rory Laird, Baird. Um, Janet Baird there at four, uh, 54 for Gold Coast. And 55 more take Amy Smith, which is an interesting pick. Uh, Doc, do you make of these selections? I think West Coast do well here. Um, yeah, look, actually, I'm not. I haven't really read a lot about Andrea Gilmore, so that's that one. That one's uh, news to me, but I'm sure she'll do well. Uh, mm. I like I like Lasowski Hay here at 52 for you guys, Miller. I think she's a a, a real competitor around around the midfield. Uh, cert- certainly in the stoppages, uh, she loves a tackle. Um, mm. I, th- I think that's a I think that's a very good pickup for you for your mob at fifty two. Um, can almost she could have gone a bit earlier. Yeah, could have gone could have gone a little bit earlier for mine, but um, I'm I'm glad I'm glad they took her when she was still available here because I think yeah, she 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 can she can compete and she and she she's already played some senior experience. Uh, mm, yeah, for, she is an overager. She was uh, yeah, I believe she was up for uh, draft last year. And just didn't get picked up. So how long was she kept? 
I think she is 20 now. So okay. she only, yeah, the one year over yeah. age yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. last year, but yeah, you, you, you'll always love to see the players that miss out, uh, find their way onto a list. So yeah, she, she looks like she's going to give some effort and, and intensity to like you mentioned. And that's what you, that's what we need looking at last year. There were a lot of, uh, a lot of the players were a bit sort of up and down with their effort and intensity, but she looks like the type of competitor that's going to give her all for four quarters at game after game. Yeah. I'm just having doing a bit of research into uh, Luca here, gentlemen, and it looks like she's a an avid artist. Uh, oh. Having a look through her Instagram, lots of lots of uh, art pieces and things like that. So maybe not necessarily the type that you see around a footy club so often, but well, I think that, I think <laughs> I think the thing about AFLW is that they, they the players all come from different aspects of life, and mm. you know you see you see a lot of a lot of a lot of players come in from different sporting backgrounds uh, and, and others and other little bits and pieces around in life as well. So I think, I, I, I think she'll be, I think she'll be something. I, I did have a look at her Instagram as well. I th- thought, yeah, very, very unique character. I think. <laughs> so, um, no, I, nothing I, I, against I, her at all. I think it's, no, uh, it's very, just it's not very... the kind of characters you see in the, uh, at the top level very often. Yeah, and that's what, that's I what... think she'd be one that would make for a great interview. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, like, get you her in quick. Up. Get on, Luca. It's unique, and that's exciting to see. Um, um, I, I, I've also got to say, oh yeah, sorry, Miller. Um, no, no, you go. I, I like uh, Andrea Gil. Uh, not Andrea Gil. I'm looking up. I'm looking her up at the moment now. But Janet Baird at 54, I like him. Mm. Obviously, Gold Coast had access have access to the Northern Territory picks. Yeah. And Baird probably the probably probably the best prospect coming out of the Northern Territory this year. So, I think. She, she's um a very good very good overhead um very good very good in front of goal too she's got a lot of pace and her ability to set teammates up is just extraordinary i think she's she she's going to add another sort of dynamic either both as a midfielder and as a forward yeah. so I, I i i can't wait to see this i, I can't wait to see can't wait to see this this pick at the um at the Gold Coast Suns. Uh, is there any is there any information on Andrea Kilmore? Because I can't see anything. I had something. Uh, where has it gone? I've lost it. I had it up. Uh, no, closed tab um, by accident. Get it get it up quick. He stuffed it up. Uh, Amy Amy Smith, uh, boys, very very uh, well. This one this one took me by surprise. The daughter of Sean Smith, who's played who mm. played at both Melbourne and North Melbourne. I think he might have played somewhere else as well. With the top. Can't think of it off the top of my head, hmm. but um, oh, everybody, everybody remembers Sean Smith as a as a high flying sort of player in the AFL. But I think Amy Smith is um a very athletic prospect. Um, still probably still really raw in terms of her um her football talent. But I think with her athleticism, I think she's got the pieces to be a really a really good player for them somewhere down the line. Yeah, that's a fair call. I like last, that a lot. The last uh, rounds, Doc, basically just four picks to the Suns here. <laughs> we'll, we'll, run, we'll run through them all. Uh, West Coast yep. passed their last, uh, their last two picks at 56 and 59, but the Gold Coast Suns picked up Lucy Single, uh, Elizabeth Keeney, Daisy Darcy, and Wallace Randall. Now, I have heard a little bit of Lucy Single, but Daisy Darcy is the big one for me yep. at 60. Uh, a multi multi uh, multi sport athlete. So I think she I think she played about four different sports. Yeah, she did. Jeez. I think uh, what was it rug? There was rugby, uh, soccer, cricket, and Aussie rules football. Yeah, so and and, and, and and she reached state level in all of them. So I think it speaks so much about 
what she's capable of in terms mm. of an athleticism sense. Mm. Um, in terms of her football ability, she's she's got she's got what it takes. I, I have no doubt about that. Looking at her highlights, yeah, I think she, she can play a, a number of roles, uh, either as a forward, as a midfielder. I've seen her float up back, float in the back from time to time as well. There's a lot of upside with Daisy Darcy, and I think uh, I hope she gets a couple of games under her belt uh, mm. next year because I think she'll I think she'll be a, she'll be a star to watch. Yeah, I think that's a it's, a, it's interesting that West Coast pass on those two picks, but it's good to see the Suns take some chances. I think Lucy Single as well will be exciting to see what type of role she plays, uh, particularly for the Suns. So, yeah, well, all in all, pretty good draft, boys, for a lot of clubs. Uh, I think a lot of teams, Cat would walk away pretty happy with some late selection steals and some elite talent mm. in the first one to three rounds. So, well, the talent's only getting better and better. Uh, in yep. the W, so as the years go by, we'll just be seeing more and more, mm. more and more talented girls making their way onto lists. Uh, I was just just going to say, Lucy Single, a, a versatile midfielder that can also play across half back as well. Yeah, so. I see her taking up a half back from Doc. To yeah. be honest, I think um, she was a midfield time, no question. Um, oh yeah, but I think she no, should be no a nice. She, another one, a nice to use her. So I think be a nice spot. Yeah. And another one with the rugby backgrounds. A few, few of these players here with, um, with uh, different sport backgrounds here in the later, in the later picks. Yeah. Mm. And, and also, I've, I've actually got um, Gil, Gilmore, a, a bit about Gilmore here at the moment. Uh, former, former netballer, as uh, Andrea Gilmore, and um, play, play, played as a ruck, mature ager at thirty-one. So, wow. That, 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 that's that's an interesting one. But I think, I think Alicia Jans. It says here Alicia Jans is out for the uh, is out for next year. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a good depth a good depth option at the ruck for, for the Eagles. Well, well done to all the girls who got drafted. Um, unlucky to all who didn't, but there's plenty more years. Uh, I think a lot of girls are going to be putting their heads down and keeping on trucking in the VFLW or in Sandfall, Waffle, yep. or whatever state you play in. Um, there's plenty of plenty of time to get your career going, I guess. Um, yeah, well, oh, there's a few, play, a few players that, that I had in my notes here that probably should have been eligible, that probably should have been picked up here, but a bit stiff for mine. But yeah, as, as you said, you know, th- this competition's only going to grow as, as the years go on. And I think... Especially I think, if new expansion sides come in, there's going to be more players needed for lists. So there's plenty of opportunity. Yeah, the bo- bo- bom- Bombers are looking yeah, for a play here, Cat. Yes, yes. Uh, I know the Hawks are very keen to enter into the competition yeah. as well. I think they're aiming for 2023. Uh, that's the latest that I've heard. So it's very exciting um, for the for the FLW and for these young ladies to get this opportunity. And it, I think the most exciting thing as well, boys, about these young athletes is these women are only going to get better than what they are already at this young age, and some of them are very raw and only going to improve and. Some of them are already stars already, so it's exciting to see what they're going to bring to their clubs, not just now, but for the years to come. So we've got some steals and sliders. We've done a top three yes. each. Alice Catalano is going to kick it off with your three, <laughs> mate. All right, I'll start uh, up at the top in the second round. We talked about these two, uh, these two girls that the Cats picked up, uh, but Olivia Barber for mine is definitely the steal of the second round. Pick 21. Uh, when pretty much most phantom drafts that I saw, including our own Alex Doherty's, had her going in the top mm-hmm. 10 uh, around there. So 
we've talked about how the cats just managed to find these steals <laughs> over and over again, and they've done it again, I think. Um, that's a very good pickup for them. She's a tall, tall unit, uh, and I think she'll be fantastic for them. It is the year of the units here at the A3. Never, <laughs> never forget. We love it. We love a big unit. <laughs> yeah, she'll be kicking snags for them uh, as soon as she's in that side. Pick 38 uh, for the Lions. Ruby Savark. I talked about her when we uh, mentioned whenever the third and fourth rounds, but I do love her. SNM VFLW uh, pickup. And I think that's, that is such a steal for her. Yeah. Uh, when you're getting, you know what you're getting week in, week out with Ruby. She's going to be laying tackles. She's going to be getting touches. Um, so it's a fantastic pick for the Lions at 38. And pick 47 for the Crows is my third steal. Ashley Woodland. Uh, you can, cannot go wrong with, uh, with her. As Doc said before, didn't quite get to prove herself for the Ds and probably got unfairly delisted. So to get picked back up at 47 is an absolute steal. And uh, I think she'll prove that she belongs on an AFLW list this year. Good stuff, Kat. Good, good stuff, Kat. I, I tell you what, Kathy's Vark was so good for the Lions this year, and I think, mm-hmm. and if 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 everything you say about Ruby's Vark is true, <laughs> Kat, and I, and I know, and and you're on the money usually with your with your Essendon VFLW players. Um, yes, I'm I'm going to be enjoying myself a lot more with the Brisbane Lions next year with the uh, with, with 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 the two Svarks. Yeah, oh, yeah, steals. Yeah, steals the Svarks. Yeah, it'd be great to. It'd be great to see them go together, boys, and play. That'd be um, outstanding. Doc, we're going to get three from you. Yeah. Dish them out. Um, Dish them so, so we'll start with uh, pick, pick 37. And it's it's amazing that Brisbane opted to go with the South Australian in Indy Tahau. Because uh, she's, a, she's a very tall prospect at 180 centimetres. And probably, the, I, I, I'd argue that she's probably the second best South Australian talent this year. Um, after Tia Charlton, um, she's a very, very versatile player. Can play a, a multiple multiple roles. Uh, keep board, play, can play in the middle, pinch hit in the ruck, and and can also go down back and take an intercept grab from time to time. Um, last year, she played she played for North Adelaide, kicked eight goals from twelve games, and averaged twelve disposals and three marks a game. So, and and almost averaged three tackles as well. So she can do it mm-hmm. all. And I think mm. she, can, I think she can be seriously somebody that can make a push for round one next year at, at the Brisbane Lions. Um, the second one we haven't actually talked about her a lot, but I, I really rate this young lady, Abby Maloney, pick thirty-one at the Pies. Now, she played a couple of games this year at, at the Sandy Dragons and absolutely dominated. A one seventy-one centimeter player, so she's not overly tall, but she's not overly a small player either. But she kicked eight goals in three games for the Dragons. Mm-hmm. And I think that included a bag of five in there somewhere. Not bad. Not a bad return at just, all. Just a casual say? bag of fives. A lazy bag. Lazy bag of five. <laughs> she's a very good mark overhead. And, mm-hmm. and she's, um, and she can also, and she played, a, she played, what was it? Nine games for, for the Dragons last year and averaged, and averaged about seven disposals, but, Got got around got around the ground a lot, covered well, four, an average four tackles. So she's a she's very strong at the contest as well, and I think she'll be a very handy player for the Pies. May not might not get might not get many games ne- uh, next year, considering that the Pies are in um, can, Pies are in that uh, premiership window. But I think she'll be a very handy player for them somewhere down the line. Yeah, 
and the last one, and my last one, boys. I, I, I can't go, I can't go wrong with the, with, the, with the Bulldogs pick here. But have, but picking Isabel Pritchard at pick sixteen is a very good steal for mine. Um, a very tall prospect at one seventy eight centimeters um, can can play both as a as a rebounding halfback and as an inside mid. So probably still a little bit raw in terms of football talent, but her athleticism is just so good and her ability to work as well is just so is, is just elite. She can, she's, she's very, she's very good as an inside mid this year, average 22.7 disposals and 7.3 tackles. Wow. That's, that's as an inside mid. Mm-hmm. Um, she also averaged over um, three rebound fifties per game, both this year and last. So uh, I think her, her size, her ball winning ability, she, she's going to be a bloody good player to watch. And, a local prospect too, a, a Western Jet, so uh, she won't be going anywhere anytime soon. Great call, so very good ones. Keep your that. keep your mitts off, <laughs> Miller. Bring us home. All right, I'll bring home the chocolates, and uh, we're gonna have some dinner as well. So, pick twenty, Geelong here. We talked about our boys as Doc mentioned. I like the two games of small sample size, but she's got some skill beyond belief, and. Uh, I think she'll walk straight into this team and make an immediate impact for this Geelong outfit. Uh, Libby Graham, I talked about her boys for GWS at 42. Very, very excited. Very excited to see Libby Graham. I think that her ball use is something that the Giants would be looking to uh, utilise. And I think she could even play a bit of a wing wing role mm. maybe for the Giants. But we'll have to see what happens there. Um, but a good, good pick there at 42, which is an absolute steal. And we've talked about this young lady. Um, more than excited for Madison Levi at pick 50 and she's already one of your favorites she's already a favorite because she's got that she's got that factor kept that athleticism that that those physical attributes and as you mentioned doc you know she's a bit shaky on the skills but once she gets it up she might not get a whole lot of game this year but two or three to get her exposed to the to the level and the intensity of the AFLW and I think not this season but the season following she is going to be a best 22 star and Pick 50 is just an absolute steal. Obviously, she just nominated for the, for the Queensland pool, but still is um, fantastic for her, and I'm very excited for this young young woman's career. Very good pickups there, uh, Miller. Just Thanks, quickly bro. just quickly back on the Laura Gardner. I think both her and Darcy Maloney will be huge for Geelong next year, considering the fact that Nina Morrison probably won't be playing much, mm-hmm. if, it, if at all. Very unfortunately. Um, yeah, very unfortunately. Um, but I think having Laura Gardner and, and Darcy Maloney, I think that they're two hard workers, two elite ball winners as well. So ha- having her compliment, um, having, sorry, having them compliment Liv Purcell in yeah. the middle, I think that's going to be huge for the kids and next year. I, I think as well, Doc, those two will just play the role that they have to play. They know that they maybe there's some more experienced players in the mix. So they'll just have to play that supporting role. And eventually I think they'll <laughs> definitely be the face of the cats for sure. So very exciting times if you're a Geelong AFLW supporter. All right, boys. Well, that brings us to the end of our AFLW draft review. It was a huge one. Uh, They're getting exciting year on year. And we're very, very excited for the AFLW to start back up again in uh, February next year, I believe it is. Yeah, I think think it kickstarts end of February. Stay tuned for that. We'll, of course, have all the coverage for that. Uh, And hopefully some draftees coming in. Sorry, Kat, just quickly. um, All... all uh, we we got word. Uh, the, I think it was the other week that the um, the AFLW clubs are all back training. They got the green light from the Victorian yep. government. Very good obviously, news. 
obviously we're still in a bit of a bit of dire straits at the moment, but it, but we're, <laughs> we're um we're looking to get out of here soon because I think the the numbers today was pretty good. It was only six cases. Mm. Six new cases. Get out of this shit, please. <laughs> hopefully, we will be back in the studio sooner rather than later, and hopefully, we will be able to actually attend the AFLW come. Uh, if if we can't attend it come February of next year, I'm gonna be seriously upset about that. <laughs> so I want to get down to Revan Oval again. I'm gonna start yeah, waging. War. I'm gonna start waging war on on the uh, the anti-maskers. <laughs> <laughs> They'll have hell to pay. That's for sure. <laughs> But thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the A340 podcast. Uh, make sure you follow our socials. Stay up to date. Uh, as I said, uh, we might have some players, draftees coming in to talk to us. We've already gotten one response. So it's looking very, very good for the coming weeks. Uh, so stay tuned to find out when we are talking to them. Uh, make sure you follow us on all our socials, A340 podcast on Facebook and Instagram, at A340 on Twitter. And of course, there's an email, A340 at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on the draft, uh, your sliders, your bolters, who was great value, who should have been picked up that wasn't picked up, everything like that. Uh, and let us know. Mr. Cat, we are yes. making a resurgence back to the YouTube. So yes, if you are not, you'll see how beautiful faces it's because A3, we are on Zoom. It's A3 Footy Podcast um, just on YouTube. Just type it in, just like the A3 paper. Just subscribe, click the notification bell so every time we upload a new episode, You'll yes. be there. You'll be able to see our lids. They'll be there. You'll be rude. <laughs> um, but we're excited. Uh, we're hopefully going to be back in the studio sometime, uh, maybe January. Um, we will see. So we're, we're planning to do some live stuff. We talked about, um, obviously, Kat mentioned at the start of the show, we had some tech issues. But we are, we are planning at the moment to do a live grand final special preview, uh, which will probably be the Friday night before the game. And we'll also, probably have the men's draft live yeah, as well. the men's draft live stream. So... Stay tuned for that. If um, if there's any more content requests that you'd like to do live, maybe a post-match spiel um, or a pre-game spiel or whatever. Right in front of me. Right in front of me. <laughs> um, we can do it live. Just let us know via the email, like Kat said, a3podcast.gmail.com. Any other queries, gentlemen? Sounds I like my uni teacher. <laughs> Anyone got any questions before we end off there? <laughs> Which uni teacher, Kat? Uh, all of them. <laughs> That's um, been fun. No, uh, I think that I think that's good. We did we did well, boys. Um, that, that was that was good, that was a good wrap up. We do have another episode coming to you, of course. The uh, week one of finals we'll have in review, and we'll give our tips for week two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with all that said, I've been Alex Catalano. I've been Alex Miller, and I've been Alex Doherty. And make sure you join us for that episode and all the uh, draftee interviews when they're coming up. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for joining us. 